thanks so much gray um that was really really lovely and just really appreciate you doing that after such a crazy crazy week if anybody works in schools um it has been crazy um and you will have all felt that in some way this week has been hard going but it thanks gray that was really really good and just so good for my soul so it's been a while since we've uh, been on here um, and of course we had Christmas and Christmas is my favouritest time of year and um, that feels like a year ago now, it feels like it was absolutely <laughs> ages and ages ago but there was, there was a few things over Christmas that really struck me and I kind of wanted to draw on them a little bit and just revisit them um, today in the hope that we can look forward to this year um, despite its strangeness and its weird challenges. So um, I think over Christmas, one of the things that I found so interesting was how quiet it was. Um, and for us, we've always got a house full and, you know, we've got a big family and, and we just we couldn't do that and Christmas Eve we'd always have so many people around and all our wonderful friends and people that we love so much and they weren't there and there was there was this kind of emptiness that came with that as well as everything being still full of love we we had a lovely time we had a really relaxing time um but there was this emptiness and I think um doing our kind of cosy evening in one of the highlights of that for me was having joe and susanna and viv singing oh holy night and and it seemed to be a, a a carol that was um really poignant this year i mean it, it's a wonderful carol any anyway but for this year it seemed like lots of people were talking about it and lots of people were drawing things from it um and there was this there's this line in it that says a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. And we are in a bit of a weary world at the minute. And I think maybe that's part of why that line resonated so much with me, the weary world rejoices, that at Christmas, obviously, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. And, and at that point, the world was weary and waiting for hope to appear and then came Jesus and this new and glorious morn appeared so you know we are I don't know about you I am weary I'm weary of restrictions I'm weary of waiting I just want things to go back to normal um, and it just seems a long way off but I'm also hopeful and I've you know, I've really cling on to that. I'm, I'm quite a hopeful person anyway. Um, but obviously we've got a vaccine being rolled out as we speak and the prospects of what this year will bring. I kind of headed into the new year with this, with this concept of it being a year of hope. And again, lots of people have talked about that. It's not a new thing. It's not something that I've just, you know, magically come up with. But I think there is a lot of hope in this year. So I wanted to talk a bit about hope this morning. Just a few little thoughts. Um, 
so over Christmas, these kind of the quiet places and the the empty spaces, in a way, were they were almost filled for me with this sense of love, this wide sense of love and gratitude for everything that we've got and um, all the people that are in our lives and for you and for family and friends and all these wonderful things. But in that quietness and in the emptiness, I could almost hear the sound of the baby crying that that night, that holy night, when Jesus was born, that baby's first cry into the world, it's almost like every so often over the Christmas period and into the new year, any time I've felt that emptiness, I've heard this sort of cry in my soul and in my spirit, this kind of hope in a weary world. And the concept of a baby that can bring this massive injection of hope into a weary world. And we're there again, aren't we? We're there in this weary world, again, needing an injection of hope. While the world span, you know, kind of chaotically and out of control, I kind of felt anchored and grounded in this, the cry of a baby. It's an interesting thing that something so mysterious and magical, if you like, that happened so many years ago, that cry, that baby being born, can still feel so um, relevant and can still resonate so much now. And that's the wonder of it all, isn't it? Isn't that the wonder of the Christmas story? But the reality of what it is for those of us who believe in Jesus and those of us who have faith in him. I kept thinking about how Mary held her baby. And for those of us that are mums, when we held our baby for the first time, there's no kind of emotion really like it. And there's this injection of hope into our futures that everything's different now everything has so much opportunity and there's so much joy in that and that's there for all of us you know the idea of Mary holding her baby who was actually the savior of the world she was the one who comforted him when she when he cried and she held him and now that baby holds us. So as we head into this year, we are held by Jesus. And that cry that happened all those years ago on that holy night, that thrill of hope that he bought is still here. And it's still something that we can tap into and it's something that we can cling to and just as a mother holds her baby as Jesus holds us we're safe and our hearts and our souls are safe I'm going to just read a couple of verses from Hebrews 
It's Hebrews 6, and this is the New Living Translation. It's taken from um, chapter 6, verses 18 and 19. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold on to the hope that lies before us. Hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest. And then in the message, I always love going to the message. After I've read something, I love going to the message because it just puts it in such accessible language, I guess. We who have run for our very lives to God have every reason to grab the promised hope with both hands and never let go. It's an unbreakable spiritual lifeline, reaching past all appearances right to the presence of God, where Jesus, running on ahead of us, has taken up his permanent post as high priest for us. I love that. That unbreakable spiritual lifeline and that's what hope is and we can grab it with both hands and one thing this lockdown might have done for us is give us more time and space at home it might have freed up some of our like the things that were going on in our minds um, and given us a chance to go out for a walk a bit more um, and just to rest a bit more and to dream and imagine. Now, I am not ignorant to the world around us. Um, for me, I'm a teacher, and this week has been absolutely full on. So I'm not, when I say we've got more time and we've got more space, please don't think I'm being ignorant. Some of us are in the hardest parts of our career. Um, and for some of us, we're shut in and we can't go to places and we have got more time and we've got more space. But for all of us, the presence of God is accessible and it's there. And this spiritual lifeline of being able to reach out to Jesus, the baby's cry, that, that baby on that holy night, that thrill of hope is still there. We can still reach out to him and we can still spend time in his presence. And for me, having a walk, um, just being in creation, seeing the seasons change on the frosty mornings. Um, it's just this real natural reminder that God is here and he is with us and he is holding us and we are in his presence. Um, and I think really that's one of the best places for hope to be restored and that is not something that is far off that's not something that only holy people can find that is going for a walk that's playing a game with your family that's reading a good book that's resting and putting on beautiful music and relaxing he is there and that I think that's maybe why I the, the times when I could hear the cry of the baby in a way in my soul just this reminder that there is hope and that he is there and that comes in the quiet times in the empty times in the fun times in the relaxing times it's just there for us so I came up with a little bit of an acronym 
And I just thought, obviously, the word hope, I kind of want to write it over the whole of this year. Hope, this is a year of hope. Um, and I thought, if I just break those down, what could those letters stand for? So I came up with honesty, optimism, perseverance, and enjoyment. And I think all of those four words, there is so much hope in all of those things. So honesty, let's be honest with ourselves. Where are we at? How are we doing? Do we feel like we need to spend time in God's presence and be restored and reconnect with him? Do we need um, to talk to our friends about what's going on? Are we really struggling? Um, and in what way? And, you know, we, we're all going to struggle in different ways. Some of us might actually really be enjoying being locked in um, and not having that pressure of, of going out. And for some of us, it's actually mentally really confusing to be told to stay at home and then be still going out to work and being on the front line of all of this. So let's be honest with ourselves and the people that are closest to us and let's support each other and let's pray for each other um, and reach out to each other. And we always say reach out and, and really it's a hard thing to do. When stuff is hard, you being the one to ask for help is really, really hard to do. But if we don't know, we can't help. And that's the case for all of us, isn't it? All of us are people who um, want to be there, want to support each other and to just love people really well. And when we know about stuff, we can do that. So let's be brave, be honest with ourselves and honest with each other. The O was for optimism. And I think we have every reason to be optimistic. We've got a vaccine, which is Brill. We... Um, we have got a, a wonderful group of people around us and there is so much good stuff that this world has shown us during this time of how people come together. But this year we'll see change and this year is going to be different from last year. And um, By the time we get to this time next year, we're going to be in a completely different place. But of course, we, have, we can also be optimistic because God is not going to leave us. He's not going anywhere. He's still as present as he ever has been um he still loves us the same as he ever has done and and that offer is still available to all of us it's not changed because he doesn't change he walks with us through this stuff so we have every reason to be optimistic and sometimes we need to just remind ourselves to change our mindsets and think okay there is a cause to be optimistic it is going to be okay the P was for perseverance, and that kind of speaks for himself, for, for himself, for itself. You know, we have got to persevere. We did all of last year. We kept going, and we kept walking forwards and putting one step in front of the other, and we rode this corona coaster, and we did it together, and we did it apart, and we persevered. Um, and the next few months are going to take that again, aren't they? Keep persevering. But also those chances that we've got to dream and to imagine and to um, kind of recreate the world that we, we live in and the, what we want to see and what we want to see for our children. Um, let's kind of 
move forwards into that keep persevering with it don't put it down to one side keep going those creative ideas that you've had those things that you've just imagined why don't we persevere towards those keep keep moving towards them um, and make sure we don't get stuck basically let's just keep going and let's encourage each other to do that as well um, and the last one was the e and that was enjoyment do you know the greatest antidote to feeling like well the hopelessness of the world is to inject hope again and that is something that comes through enjoyment it's enjoying the things that we love it's enjoying the presence of God and being inspired and encouraged by him and by each other but doing the stuff that makes us come alive um, and when we find those things or we re reignite those things hope kind of rushes in and reminds us that there is more to come and there's things ahead of us that will be good um, and that it is worth moving forwards so in a way that enjoyment one is about giving yourself permission to enjoy the stuff that you can do and that you like doing you know sit and watch friends back to back if you want to if you enjoy yourself doing it do that walk for miles if you enjoy it read some good books knit sew be creative whatever it is do your zoom quizzes for the rest of the year, keep them going forever. Graham, Quizmaster, amazing. But still, you know, do the stuff that you enjoy. And when we're enjoying ourselves, there's not much space for hopelessness. And that sense, that thrill of hope can be restored. So, I kind of hope, I don't know how many times I've said the word hope, I hope that that is useful today. Um, and as I've been kind of mulling this stuff over, I, I knew that I wanted to say something about hope and kind of write that word over this year. And then a couple of days ago, my lovely friend Sue dropped this book off through the door. And it's called Dis Discovering Hope. Um, it's by a guy called Stuart Parkin. And it, it's actually a really short book. Um, and it's just got, it's, I don't know if you can see, it's just set out really small little chunks, really practical things to help you discover hope again. Um, and I think over the next few days, I might put some of these out on the broadcast or on the Facebook page, just to remind ourselves to pause for a moment in the midst of all of this, to do some things that give us a chance to um, feel that thrill of hope again. So I wanna just end, I'm gonna end with a prayer actually, but I just wanna read this just before I do. This little snippet was about community. Knowing that we are all in this together, that we are not alone, that others care about the things we care about, provides comfort, but also knowledge to manage and then overcome issues. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. That quote is by Margaret Mead. there's a lot of hope for us all i'm grateful to you grateful for you um and i'm really glad that we've got each other and i know that we're not together but this community and this family 
seems to be growing and um and just loving each other really well and loving the people around us and that's all we can ever really ask for isn't it so i'm just going to close with a prayer um and i hope that you can head into this next week with some honesty some optimism perseverance and a lot of room for enjoyment so lord jesus I just want to thank you again for that holy night. Thank you that just as Mary held you as a baby, that you hold us and that you will hold us into this next week and into this next year. I pray that you would help us get a spring back in our step and that you would wake us up to so many wonderful things that are, are around us and that you would give us an injection of hope again. Thank you that you never leave us. Thank you for everything that you are. And thank you for each other. I pray that you would keep us safe. Amen. See you next time. <laughs>